G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision Review and Rank Series. And today we are talking about the landlocked, mountainous, neutral nation of Switzerland. Yeah, it struck me as a country that maybe had a little bit of a rough patch recently, but has come back strongly. Oh, you have put it, you've nailed it there basically, actually. Look, they were kind of pretty awful for a long time there, I won't, I won't lie. Well, in results anyway. Uh, 10 of 12 songs non-qualified, including four in a row leading up to 2019. Oof. They were like seriously struggled. And when they did qualify, one came last and the other one came 13th, Hunter of Stars. That oh, yeah. was their big thing in 12 years. But then Luca Hani arrived in 2019, placing them in the top five and fourth place, their first top five since 1993. Like, they had been bad. Yeah. <laughs> but then they were immediately followed up with another top five when Jean's Tears came third in 2021, and he was one of the front runners in 2020 as well. Then we had kind of the surprise qualifier last year with Marius Bear getting through, slash a little bit Australian there with old Marius. And uh, he got a decent result. So they've definitely been one of the recent comeback kids of Eurovision. Yeah, a couple of top fives in a row there. That would have been big for the Swiss, particularly after that really barren patch. Exactly. Well, Dale, who do they have for us in 2023? They have Remo Ferrer with Watergun. We go. I don't want to be a soldier, soldier. I don't want to have to play with real blood. Twenty-one-year-old Remo Ferrer is a Swiss singer from Hamburg, St. Gallen. He's had an interest in music from early childhood, which led him to learning to play the flute, the accordion, and eventually the piano, which he taught himself to play by ear. Oh wow! One of those overachievers. Ugh. In April 2020, he won the third season of The Voice Switzerland and also participated in the German TV talent show I Can See Your Voice. Remo got the ticket to Liverpool after being an internal selection by Swiss broadcaster SRG. So a very talented up-and-coming young Swiss artist. I love the fact he can play the flute and the accordion. Like, I would have liked to see more flute and accordion with this entry. Can you do them at the same time? That'd be amazing. <laughs> you might be able to, yeah. All right, well, let's talk about some of the positives of this entry. Number one, Switzerland have once again delivered us a very good, high-quality song. It is written so well, and it has this lovely production, and the instrumentation, and the melody, and everything about the song really just reeks. I don't know if that's the right word, but it reeks of high quality. Yeah, it's nothing groundbreaking, is it? But it's all very, very good. I'm also going to say Remo's vocals. He can belt this song out live. We saw him perform at the Madrid pre-party recently, and he absolutely killed it. So I think he'll really impress televoters, and if he was to get through to that grand final, also jurors. Yeah, I think that's something I've got down here as well, because, God, they will not be happy about just a 100% televote here, because I think this definitely has so much jury appeal in that way. Those two things we just said, the quality of the song, 
the kind of very jury bait type of song that really that is and with that vocal this would be getting some very serious scores so if he does get through that grand final um he could definitely be doing a lot better than maybe people think yeah i thought if there were jurors in the semi-final this would be sailing through absolutely sailing through i'm also going to say this will have an audience we don't have a lot of male ballads in this competition he should get a good amount of clear air to garner attention, especially in the semi-final where he sits between Croatia and Israel. And this could pop for being something very, very different. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like your Croatia and your Israels, and I think a lot of people won't, particularly with Croatia, um, a lot of people will love it, of course, um, that's going to come in as this nice palate cleanser, this just very good traditional song sung very well. And I think there's going to be a lot of people who love it. I don't want to say you kind of Mother's Day sales because I totally agree with some of our contributors who say like, I'm a mum and I wouldn't buy this kind of stuff. <laughs> but you know, that kind of demographic who kind of goes for this stuff, it's just like, it's done well. They'll be like, oh, he's a nice boy. He sings really well. And that was a really lovely song. Mm-hmm. People will actually pick up the phone for that. I was going to say the same people that voted for Marius Bear, but apparently nobody <laughs> no voted, voted for jury. Marius Bear. <laughs> Not even Australia. <laughs> All right, Dale, let's get on to some of the drawbacks on Water Gun. Those lyrics. Oh, dear me. Awful. Absolutely awful. Real cringe fests. And some of the references, they're just so ham-fisted. It doesn't feel like Switzerland read the room at all. Now, there is some talk, and I know people are saying, oh, it's all about metaphors, and it's all a song calling for peace. People aren't going to know that on first listen. They're just going to get slapped across the face with these really, really cringy lyrics. Yeah, I think anyone who pays attention to the lyrics will get that first initial like, oh, what? Body bags? Mm. The word body bags? Blood. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I mean, look, I can understand that people can see it as a metaphor, but we know the situation we're in, and I do really feel this is trying to be some reference to the current situation. It's not Switzerland's song to sing. It's totally inappropriate. I find it really in poor taste, and it completely puts me off the song. And I know a lot of other people struggle, struggle going, oh, I really like so much of this, but... That lyric, the lyrics are just really awful and I just don't like it. I wonder how much that's going to really play to a lot of people on the first night though. That is a question, but it's certainly something not great about it. Yeah, the theme of war and being a soldier, it just doesn't fit with the national identity of Switzerland. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The the world's most neutral country. So then it starts to feel disingenuous and performative. And in the current climate surrounding Europe, I think that's quite cynical. Exactly. I agree totally. And now look, outside of that, we've got the public appeal question. Now we did say before there will be something for this. I think in this semi-final one, I think one good quality in inverted commas song will get through. There's so much things to look at in semi-final one. They're going to take your attention to your Sweden's, your Finland's, your Norway's, your Croatia. Um, And then you've got these two songs, I would say, Switzerland and Netherlands, who are probably competing for the quality vote. I only think one will get through. And I think probably, even though I don't like it, Netherlands might have a better song in a better position. Hmm, fair call. I'm also going to say here, staging-wise, this should be the standard singer stands at microphone and delivers song. You can't really bring much LED use to this one, I think. And if they do, you cannot use images of war or anything relating to that. That will only exacerbate all the issues we just mentioned. Yeah, and actually, even though I think in that first half, it'll be it's kind of fresh air to be the male ballad, people are going to have feelings after Croatia. So this follows Croatia. People are going to have a lot of feelings, 
Positive, negative. <laughs> nausea. Uh, nausea. <laughs> they might need to go to the bathroom. They might need a stiff drink afterwards. And it's just one of those moments after something big happens, the next thing to come up, it needs to grab your attention and probably, hey, hey, come back and look at me now. I'm not sure this is the type of song. I think it's actually the complete antithesis of the kind of song to grab people's attention again after something like Croatia. Well, as always, Dale, the review and ranks isn't just about our opinions, it's also that of the terrific Aussie Vision contributors and what have they thought of Switzerland. The Aussie Vision team have ranked Switzerland in 33rd. Oh, wow. Yep. They've, Out of 36, because we don't vote for Australia. Punished it. Yeah, they have. Wow, that is low. Two people in the top 10. Seven in the 30s. So there was a lot in the 20s, basically, but still one third in the 30s. Um, and just with no high votes, no one feeling strongly positively about it, or not many, that just dragged it right down on that average into the 30s. Mm. So who are we listening to from the team today? We're hearing from Justin and we're hearing from Cooper. Switzerland is sticking to a tried and tested formula with a male soloist. Watergun is arguably one of their more accessible entries in the last few years with a haunting instrumental and the potential for soaring vocals, I think this would do quite well, especially given how well they've been staging their songs the last few years. However, the biggest hurdle for them getting a great result is just getting into the final, especially considering this is a full televote semi and they haven't been performing all that well in televote. If Watergun can make it into the final, I think this will be one of the jury's favorite entries and will give Switzerland a great result but they do have to make it into the final. Switzerland's run of sad boy ballads have been a bit hit or miss for me in the past few years, but in my opinion, Watergun is definitely a hit. Remo's vocal tone is captivating and the piano flourishes in the production give the song just enough texture and originality to stand out from Eurovision's rich history of man ballads. From previous Swiss efforts, I have no doubt they'll stage this well, and Watergun has a few moments in the song that lends itself to having impactful moments on stage that will elevate this entry. Obviously, we do need to talk about the elephant in the room. Yes, it is very strange and almost borderline inappropriate for Switzerland, one of the most neutral countries in history, to be singing about war so explicitly. But when you separate the song from the context, it stands on its own as a solid entry that I really hope does well for Switzerland this year. Well, both very similar points from the boys there, and very good ones too. There is so much to like about the song. It is quality. It's accessible. And as Cooper said, it if you separate, you know, the elephant in the room about the song, it's fantastic. It really, there's a lot to like about it. But there is that other side, of course, that they both can see, and they can both see the issue of trying to get out of that semi. And it does seem like that sort of natural progression of what they have been doing that has worked for them, which is that sort of sad boy ballad type of thing. So I can certainly understand why Switzerland have gone back to the well. Well, let's go into our rap and rank, Michael. I'll start us off here. Look, there is a lot to like about this. It's a really good quality song, sung really well, with some really lovely soaring and good moments of it that could really grab people. But personally, I find the lyrics so questionable. And even though I know a lot of people may not take notice of it, it's something I took notice of straight away and it completely put me off the song. Also, on top of that, it is just a little bit of a nice song, in inverted commas, and Switzerland have done this the last couple of times, and I even think that's getting a little bit dull and done and dusted, and it is a little bit jury bait, which is the only good thing 
that I like about this 100% televoting because I hate it other than it might stop some of these pure jury songs being chosen sometimes. I find it all a bit dull. I don't like the lyrics. Some nice music. It's 33rd. Ooh, it was that pretty much spot on with the team, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. Oh, and quite high, geez. I think. Fair enough. Look, I'll get on to my one on this one. Take away the rather obvious flaws in lyrics and general mood, I do feel there is a good composition here. Remo seems like a very, very good vocalist, so the package should work. In another time and another place, I think this entry could have done very, very well. However, we are here and we are now, and this just does not feel right. I feel a little sorry for Ramo because I do think he's a very, very talented singer. I just wish they had chosen a better song for him. I've ranked it in 30th. Okay, 30th. Yeah, so yeah. a little bit above the team, but no, to another two people in the 30s there. Yeah, and you're right, we are now. And I do think this is, not only have they not read the room of, I think, on the lyric front, I think they haven't read the room of the slight shift we're feeling in Eurovision, and particularly with a this type of semi-final. But I tell you, if they do get through... I still expect a pretty good jury score, so it might end up being absolutely fine. It could end up being the sort of Marius Bear thing where he gets a decent jury score, but the public just don't come for it. Because Marius came 17th, which is a good result, but he got zero in the public Mm. vote, which, Mm. you know, is kind of nationally embarrassing. Mm. All right, Dale, that's Switzerland for this year. All right, thanks so much for joining us. Cheers. Bye. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.